Amanda from Pontes Books here with another fun fact for the Prince and the Popper. This one is for chapter 17 and relates to a kind of small moment, but one that is uh, decently important to the plot that has to do with when John Canty gets reunited with who he thinks is Tom, but is actually Edward after trying to kind of run from the law, he reveals a plan to try and stay hidden. So today's fun fact is about name changes. So changing your name legally or otherwise, I guess, in the story it's not legal, but we'll mostly be focusing on legal name changes. So in The Prince and the Pauper, uh, chapter 17, we see this quote as part of what John Canty is saying to, again, who he believes is Tom, is actually Ed Edward. So this is when Hugo brings him to, I guess at this point you don't know his name is Hugo, but his name is Hugo, brings Edward to a barn under the um, lie, I guess, that Miles Hendon is there injured. And so he shows up in this barn and all of a sudden he realizes that not only is Miles not there, but John Canty is. And so as part of this speech, John Canty says, I have done a murder and may not tarry at home, neither shalt thou, seeing I need, seeing I need thy service. My name is changed for wise reasons. It is Hobbes, John Hobbes, thine is Jack, charge thy memory accordingly. So in this quote, we see that John Canty has changed his name to John Hobbs and has changed Tom's name to Jack. So one of the convenient things about this is that then Mark Twain can kind of avoid having to refer to him as, as Edward or Tom, like there's kind of this new name, but he still does. Um, oftentimes Jack is in quotes anyway. Um, so they both have changed names in order to escape the law because he murdered a priest. He murdered Father Andrew. So I just wanted to look at how do you legally change your name? So I'm going to start with that. Obviously, this is different than what John Canty does, but kind of as our fun fact, making it a little more relevant to what people might actually do. I wanted to look at what does it mean to change your name legally? So first of all, um, there's some forms that you have to fill out, a name change form, an order that basically shows the legal cause for why you need to change your name. And that's going to tie into kind of the next step. There are certain reasons that you're not allowed to have for the reason why you want to change your name. And then a decree to legally change your name. So then you take all these forms, you bring them into a court clerk um, and file them um, based on whatever your state's uh, process is and whatever fees are required. In most cases, then a judge reviews. Um, I'm guessing most often looking at that cause that you have and also what you would be changing your name to. And then they can decide whether or not they want to grant the name change. Um, some states apparently require a more formal advertisement before you use your new name. So you would have to like post something in your newspaper. So in the case of John Canty to John Hobbs, like obviously that would be something not desirable here. Um, and then ultimately then you're finally able to use your new name. 
So lots of people change their name legally for lots of different reasons. And really you can change your name for whatever reason. It doesn't have to be because of a marriage um, or, you know, I guess that's kind of the most common one that people use, but it doesn't have to be for that reason. It can be for many other reasons as well. You can just change it if you feel like it. However, there are some rules that you have to follow. I'm sure there are more than these, but this is just an example of some of the things that you're not allowed to use as your cause for changing a name. You can't change your name to hide criminal liability. Hate to break it to you, John Canty, but you 100% are breaking that one, as well as really the second one, change your name to commit a crime, because under his new name, he still continues to live kind of a life of crime. Um, but that's not why he changed his name, but still. Those are two reasons. I don't know who would actually list that as a reason, but those are not allowed. Change your name to mislead, meaning that you are, oftentimes this would mean that you're changing it to like a celebrity's name, where you're trying to kind of pretend that you are that person. So that's not allowed. You cannot choose a name that includes numerals or punctuation, but apparently sometimes a number spelled out is allowed. And then you can't choose a name that intimidates, offends, is obscene, or is a racial slur. So obviously there's some gray area with some of those, but those are kind of some of the general like can'ts when it comes to legally changing your name. So then I kind of wanted to dive into a little bit more about kind of changing your name to protect your identity or to protect for your safety. So again, we don't really have any examples of how to do like what John Candy did, where he's changing his name to just like be off the map. Because in a modern day world, that's not really realistic. Um, there's just so many records legally and, you know, digital documents and things that keep track of you that it would be really hard to just change your name and just go on with your life. I'm sure some people try it, but essentially it isn't really possible to erase your entire identity. So you can legally change your name and your social security number in some circumstances. You can't always change your social security number because that, that part's a little bit more extreme. Um, obviously, I already talked about name change. That's less of a process. But then even if you change those things, your original information will still be in the system. There's still record of kind of what those original things were. So the only way that you can kind of erase your identity is if the government does it for you. So there are two main reasons why they would change your identity. So one is if you are a victim of abuse uh, and you need to do that to, you know, for your safety. And then another possibility would be if you're a victim of identity theft. So if someone has stolen your name and your social security number in order to help protect you, um, they might give you new ones, which would be kind of crazy in my opinion. Um, and then there are some online services that claim that they offer the ability to kind of give you a new identity and erase your old identity, but most of those appear to be scams where they take your information, they take your money, and then, you know, aren't doing what they actually claim that they are going to do. So then lastly, there's just a few myths about identity change that I found a site that kind of focused in on a few more, but these are some of the ones. So one myth is that like you get a new set of documents and I feel like you see this in movies a lot. Like someone gets a new, um, new identity so that they can escape and they get like a new passport and a new birth certificate and all that stuff. And typically, again, this is through the legal route. Your old documents still exist. They just get updated and there's a note 
about that it has been changed on there, like a birth certificate, for example. It might change some, you know, the name that's on your birth certificate, but there's a note that it has been updated from what it originally said. Um, another myth is that you can start over with a completely clean slate. I mean, to a certain extent, certain things get wiped or kind of disappear if you change your social security number. So you lose your credit history, certifications, degrees, etc. So what that means is that you don't have some of those things following you. But then if you try to just like start over, you need money to be able to do that. You need a job to be able to do that. So if you don't have a degree, if you don't have a credit history, it would be hard to take out a loan, get a job and be able to completely just start over with a clean slate and erase all of your debt and then just be able to start over fresh isn't really a realistic expectation. And then the last myth, your name changes confidential. I already mentioned before that some states require kind of a public um, notice in the newspaper, but so a lot of states do require some sort of official public notice of that, which I found interesting. So that is our fun fact uh, for the Prince and the Popper for today about name changes. Hopefully you learned something. Have a good rest of your day.